Hello, I'm Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson & Terry Recruitment. I'm Mike Foster, the entrepreneur's mentor. And you are listening to an edited version of Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben and Mike, uh, which airs every Sunday at 11am on DAB Digital Radio across Oxfordshire and online at getradio.co.uk. And our show introduces you to local trusted experts, whilst we also talk about topics that you, the listeners, tell us is impacting on local businesses and their owners. For copyright reasons, we cannot play the songs mentioned in the show. Uh, but for more info and business brunch related content, please do head over to getradio.co.uk. I definitely recommend it. Get Radio's Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Good morning. This is Get Radio and welcome to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. My name's Ben Thompson, owner of Thompson and Terry Recruitment and indeed the Oxford Business Community Network. And my name's Mike Foster, the entrepreneur's mentor and also the head of marketing and events at Oxford Head Injury Services, the brain injury charity formerly known as Headway Oxfordshire. Now, our regular listeners would know by now that we introduce you to local trusted experts whilst we also discuss topical issues that we know are impacting local businesses because either you've told us or me and Ben have heard about it at our networking events. And on today's show, we look forward to welcoming back two guests who have been with us before, but we've unearthed some practical experience that we know that would be useful to you as the listeners. And our guests today are James Craddock of Get Support IT Services and the founder or co-founder of Get Radio plus Jane Abbott of The Marketing Shed. Now, Ben, my usual question for yourself. As you know, back in um, April, we had show 111 where Kareem educated us and spoke about the rise of artificial intelligence. But how can we practically use AI in our business? What a great show. Um, Firstly, back at show 111. Really, really enjoyed that. Um, Well... Being honest, Mike, um, it's a it's a great question, and I think it's a question that we're hearing a lot in the network at the moment. A lot of questions around how can we use AI. Everybody's using it in different ways. So, really, really pleased that we've got two experts together that will be talking us through exactly that. This is a business brunch with Ben and Mike. We'll be welcoming our two guests, Jane and James. After this, get radio. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. Um, today we are talking about AI, um, so artificial intelligence, software and tools, and how can you practically use it in your own business? Um, so let's start by introducing our two experts. Um, let's start with you, James. Um, so our first guest is James Craddock of Get Support IT Services and indeed Get Radio, a great radio station I'm sure you listening at home will agree with. James, start by introducing yourself to the listeners. Morning, Ben. So um, I'm going to start off with Get Support IT services as it's more relevant for today. We're the IT partner for businesses that want to thrive, grow and scale. GetSupport does this by delivering rock-solid IT and IT strategy designed to help our clients achieve their objectives and deliver on their business goals. Of course, we provide all the services you expect from an IT support company. Break fix and proactive support, cybersecurity, Microsoft 365, support for all platforms, Windows, Mac, Android, iPhone, And all the services you need to run a business, including backup, internet access, voice over IP and telecommunication. We've got a team of around 31, um, which is important because it gives us plenty of resource to be able to answer all the calls without delay and resolve issues quickly. And in addition to our Oxford office, we also have offices in London and Reading. Now, the other business I represent, as you mentioned, is Get Radio. And uh, I'm one of the co-founders, along with Rich from The Breakfast Show. I head up the commercial side and the sort of technical side of the business. And our objective with Get Radio is to be there for the Oxfordshire community, the people that live, work and play across this amazing county. 
We're the small business champions. Get radios here to support Oxfordshire businesses, to give them a voice, to get the whole of Oxfordshire involved with shows just like this one. And we're on a mission to support Oxfordshire charities and, of course, the local Oxfordshire music scene as well. Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, And let's now come across to yourself, Jane, and please introduce yourself um, and indeed the Marketing Shed. Thank you, Ben, and thank you um, both for inviting me back onto the show. Um, So I'm Jane Abbott. I am the founder of The Marketing Shed, and I specialise in uh, big picture marketing strategy. So basically, for those businesses that are either not making enough money, um, not attracting enough clients, or maybe they're trying a little bit of marketing, but they're not quite sure what they're doing or it's not quite working, um, I help them. We put in place a strategy, then we work out a calendar of activity of what they need to do when, and then I help them implement and make sure it gets done. So basically, I'm helping businesses to attract more clients and make more money so that they can grow. Amazing. Thank you so much. Um, You have both um, chosen a song this morning uh, for our listeners. Uh, So let's start with the most difficult question. Um, I'm going to be mean to you, Jane. You can go first. So what is your song choice um, and why have you chosen it? Um, My song choice is by Blur. It's the Universal. Um, Two reasons. The first is I'm quite a big Blur fan. Um, And the second is it's all about a future where the world is free and accessible um, to everyone, thanks to communication and um, technology. So I thought it was quite relevant to the topic we're talking about today. Introducing you to local trusted experts. This is The Business Brunch, sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch here with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. Now, before that song, chosen by uh, Jane, a big Blur fan we're here, um, we were talking to our guests and they were introducing their their business. Now we're going to jump into our roundtable discussion today, which is about the practical use of artificial intelligence in our business. We had a great show uh, a few months ago um, introducing us to AI, and now we're going to look at some particular ways that you may be able to use that in your business. Um, so James, let's come over to yourself first of all then with the kickoff question for this roundtable. How did you get into the AI? How did that sort of get you attracted to look at this from your business perspective to start with? I mean, AI has been around for, for a while, Mike, in, in, in plenty of products that, that we use throughout our, our daily lives, the smart speakers for one of them. But I guess what really kicked off this current explosion in AI popularity was the release of ChatGPT version three back just before Christmas. And Jane, how do you use AI in your business? So as James was saying, I think ChatGPT is the um, tool that most people are familiar with. Um, so that's the one I probably use most in my business. There are lots of ways to use it from a marketing perspective. Um, the obvious one is content creation. And I think that's what most people use it for, writing blogs, writing emails, which in its simplest form, that's great. Um, someone was using an analogy the other day that it's a bit like using a tank to squash a molehill when you're um, using chat GPT for that, because there's so much more um, that you can do with it. So other things that potentially it can be used for it, with a relatively simple prompt or a couple of prompts, things like um, competitor analysis to find out what other people are doing within your industry, customer segmentation, you can feed databases into it and um, create campaigns based on different segments in your data. 
Um, or even automation. So there are lots of plugins that you can um, use, plugins for chat GPT being a bit like the apps on your phone um, that enable you to do things. So for lead follow-up, for example, if you're running digital ad campaigns, you can um, plug the ad responses into chat GPT and they'll create specific follow-up emails and things that can be sent out on your behalf. So I'm aware that I'm probably going quite deep already, but I just wanted to kind of point out that it is, I think we all um, initially got quite excited about ChatGPT from the content creation point of view, but there is so much more to it. I think it's kind of tip of the iceberg at the moment. Fantastic. A great introduction from both of you and look forward to, I think, getting into some specifics. I think it'd be a good idea to get into some specifics later today. James, one of the things that you've always talked to me about with ChatGPT, and you've referenced it before as your personal assistant, advanced copywriter, your ideas machine, but you've um, been encouraging a lot of people to try out ChatGPT4. So tell us, is there much difference between the three that launched and came with everybody's attention or, and then obviously four got released a little bit later? So ChatGPT is is fantastic. ChatGPT4 is is the new version. It's better and more accurate. Um, It is less likely to make things up, although it will still make things up every now and again. What I think we should use ChatGPT for, whether that's three or four, is be really specific. Go in and explain exactly what you're looking for. Imagine it is your personal assistant and it's got a huge amount of knowledge but knows nothing about you or your, your business. Tell it what you want from it. Tell it that it is an experienced copywriter with 30 years experience. Tell it about your business, your target market, the marketing avatar, the person that you're you're trying to talk to, and then ask it to come up with ideas. And ChatGPT4 is currently only available on the paid subscription. At the moment, it's, I believe, $20 a month. And if you're getting into AI technology, if you're using ChatGPT, it's probably a very worthwhile investment because it does unlock a better language model that can provide you better results. It can, as I said, it's, it's a lot more accurate. So, so just just building on that, on on from this, just just a little bit, and and, and a question for for yourself, Jane. But James, you you may want to um to a bit build as well. It's just that process of starting to use AI, because I'm sure that there will be lots of those people currently listening in their car or at home or in office and really thinking, I, I really should be using AI, but but haven't started to do so yet. So so what, what is that process to go from never touched it, just heard good things about it and think I probably should to actually start to implement it into your business business and, and really understand the ways that you can use it in, in everyday life? I think if you're if we're looking at ChatGPT, obviously signing up um, for the free account to start with is enough to have a bit of a play. In terms of your approach to it, you need to be very conversational and treat it like a friend rather than it's it's not Google. It's different to Google. Um, Google is your kind of search engine, and, and whilst obviously in a way, ChatGPT is as well. It's more about if you want to get the best out of it, you need to be asking it questions and um, refining those questions. As James said, it's sort of, it doesn't know you, it doesn't know your tone of voice, it doesn't know all about your business. So you do have to feed it um, the right it. <laughs> I, I want to call it he, she, it, whatever. Um, but yeah, it you need to talk to it like you would if you were at a networking event and someone was asking you what you do and who you work with. You need to be having that sort of conversation with chat GPT. And when you get a response that um, is really something that you think works really well, then tell it and say, this is good. Um, 
But also, if you, if it's not quite right, then you need to tell it why that's not quite right and give it sort of further prompts as to, well, please rewrite this in a tone that is a bit more friendly or a little bit more professional or I want it in a list or whatever else. So you, the best way to do it is to just go on in and um, have a play. And whether that's by starting off with writing a blog, asking for some ideas for social media posts or for emails, just have a go. Is there, is there any fear, again, I guess both of you may wish to comment on this, but is there any fear that people will just get into the habit of using something like ChatGPT or you know, Bart or Copy AI or whatever that can produce this type of content and just copy and paste it and then we're going to have a load of duplicate content on, on the web? So ChatGPT should be creating relatively unique content the way that it writes, but there are lots of people creating content, human, and there's some really great quality content and there's some that maybe isn't quite as good. If all you're going to do is feed in very short prompts into a, in, in, into a system like ChatGPT and copy and paste, your content's not going to be in your voice. It's not going to really deliver. What we need online on our websites, on our social media, is really good content in our own voice. So I use ChatGPT a lot to play with ideas come up with exciting titles that might attract attention to my posts for my target audience. Maybe come up with outlines for, for articles I want to write. Maybe help me write them a bit, but then you edit them and you turn them into your own words. If all you're going to do is copy and paste, you'll get a mediocre result. I completely agree. There's also the concern that Google will sort of downgrade AI content and things like that. And I think it sort of crosses over with what James says in terms of, yes, if everyone puts the same prompt in, it might not be exactly the same response you get, but you will get quite similar responses from ChatGPT. The way to improve that is by going in and using multiple prompts. So you kind of refine, if you're going to write a blog article, for example, you ask for an outline and then you asked it to start focusing on specific things and you just make it yours and you tailor it, but then handwrite the introduction or put it into your own words do the human edit on it, maybe add some emojis if that's on brand for you um, and tell stories. That's something that can only be relevant to you. So yeah, it's just about finding ways to kind of make it stand out and make it sound like it's yours rather than something that's generic and could have been written for anyone. Re really good advice. Thank you. Re really fa fascinating. Um, I'm going to start with with a question that I don't think um, chat GPT can answer, um, which is your most difficult question, James, which is your song choice. So what is your song choice and why have you picked it? Well, I, I was going to go for Kylie's new song because it's really catchy and I, I'm starting to really like it. But James raised the bar with a bit of blur. Um, so I'm going to go for Pulp and Common People. I saw Pulp a couple of weekends ago in Finsbury Park in London. Absolutely fantastic gig. The Business Brunch with Ben and Mike. Sponsored by We Do HR Support. Leave your HR to the experts so you can focus on what you do best. Welcome back to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. And before that great and indeed competitive song uh, chosen by Jane, uh, James, you set the bar there, Jane. Um, we've been talk talking about AI and how you can use AI in your own business and, and indeed your own, own lives. Um, James, I I'm just going to um, come, come across to you with, with really kind of a bit of a negative question, if that's OK. Um, where shouldn't you use AI? Um, what, what, what are the don'ts? Where, where shouldn't AI be introduced in businesses or indeed in lives? 
Gosh, um, you, you save all the easy questions for me, Ben. I think AI should generally be embraced. There are a, a few, uh, and we're, we're sticking with ChatGPT for now, there are a few warnings there. Potentially your prompts, everything that you type and send off to ChatGPT may be used for training. I would be very careful about what information you send to a system like ChatGPT. Make sure you don't send customer names confidential information. I think that there are lots of other systems out there that allow you to create art and photos, and we can talk about some of those later, and also audio as well. So you've probably heard in the news recently about a deep fake from Martin Lewis that's going around where he is effectively promoting a fake scheme from an entrepreneur that's very well known. And it's a video that looks exactly like him and sounds exactly like him. So We've got to be aware that AI is incredibly powerful, but it allows you to to do some things that look very real, but but they may not be. Very good. And then, uh, you know, I know you've got your ear to the ground of all those things that are going on. And uh, it's always a fascinating conversation about uh, what you already have picked up from an AI from, from your perspective, James. I think it's a good time to move away perhaps from the discussion of the chat G- GPT and look at some other practical tools for our listeners. So, Jane, what else are you using for yourself or for your clients that uh, is AI related that perhaps our listeners can practically put into place for their business? Well, one tool that I have been using and which um, is really helpful, actually, is um, it's called Firefly AI. Um, and it's basically a plugin that potentially you can um, ask to join all of your meetings. So if you're doing Zoom team meetings, that sort of things, in effect, it's an extra seat at the table and it um, will take all of it will listen to the conversation and then it produces a transcription of that uh, conversation. But it also gives you a lot of um, lot more detail, which I'm sure James can provide more technical side of this. But um, it will tell you who's been talking. It recognizes individual voices. It pulls out actions. It monitors the tone of the conversation so how much of it was positive how much was negative and it it emails you a full transcript and overview of that um, conversation afterwards so for me for example if I've got client calls where typically I've got hundreds of notepads all over my desk and I'm always scribbling notes and then I spend a bit of time afterwards obviously digesting it and um, rewriting that and sending out lots of emails in theory that's going to save people huge amounts of time and potentially in certain industries where you need to have a really rock solid evidence of what has been said in a conversation it will record that and you will have it and you can set automations so it automatically files it wherever you want on the system and that sort of thing so firefly ai is probably my top bit of advice in terms of one that's really easy to use it's i think it's about 18 dollars a month if you subscribe on a monthly basis but um it it just saves you so much time and i think that's where we've got to look to ai and use it sensibly in in our businesses so that's one of my own amazing Re- really good recommendation i i saw as you were talking about that all the other three of us quickly making a note um i, I think they have three new customers there um J- james do you have any re- other recommendations on, on mike's question there one of the other things to watch is is mid journey now mid journey is AI art, you describe to it what you'd like it to create, and it will create absolutely stunning art. It can mimic artistic style, but it can also create photorealistic art. You can literally tell it that you want a photo of someone, and you describe that person in a street in Oxford with the Radcliffe camera in the background, and you can tell it what camera it was shot on and what 
uh, lens spec, so it can do a, a nice blurred background effect. And it will produce you a photo that right now is almost indistinguishable from a real photo. Unfortunately, that's not that easy to demo on the radio, but I do have a bit of a demo of, of speech synthesis. Would it be okay to play that to you now? Please do. This is Emily. I am a synthesized AI voice generated from scratch by a computer. In this example, we're going to use chat GPT-4 to generate two scripts to promote the business brunch. The prompt we're going to use is, Get Radio is Oxfordshire's local radio station. Every Sunday at 11am, Get Radio's business brunch is broadcast. The show is hosted by two local entrepreneurs, Ben and Mike. They talk to Oxfordshire's business leaders and have a round table discussion. This week's show is about artificial intelligence with guests James Craddock and Jane Abbott. Please create two 20-second radio ad scripts to be voiced by the presenters. One for Ben, one for Mike. Ben's is back first, and we're told it starts with cheerful music fading in. QAI Ben. Hello Oxfordshire, it's Ben from Get Radio's Business Brunch. This Sunday we're shedding light on the future. Joining us are James Craddock and Jane Abbott, ready for an insightful chat on the topic of artificial intelligence. We're discussing businesses, intelligent systems and innovative ideas. So brew your favourite cuppa and tune in at 11am. Make sure you don't miss out. And now Mike's turn. Hit the upbeat music. Go for it, AI Mike. Good day, Oxfordshire. Mike here from your Sunday highlight, The Business Brunch. This week, we're exploring the fascinating realm of artificial intelligence with experts James Craddock and Jane Abbott. They're geared up to unpack the intricacies of AI for all of us. Be with us Sunday at 11am. Let's delve into an invigorating discussion about business, shall we? Now back to the real human Ben and Mike in the studio. So what we've got there is a script that's been written by AI and all the voices were created by AI. The voices that sound similar to, a little bit similar to Ben and Mike, they were taken from about five minutes of audio for each of you that was pulled out of last week's show. I thought it was you, Ben. Not I quite. thought it sounded better than my voice. I might steal that one, James. Can, can AI replace my voice? It doesn't quite sound human yet. It's still very, very early stages. It's improving on a, on a monthly basis. Is that the sort of tool that if you gave it more information, so if you gave it more than five minutes of a voice, it would just get better and better and better? So there is an option to professionally train a voice with this particular company. And rather than taking a few minutes of audio, it takes about 30 minutes and you have to sign uh, release forms and other bits and pieces. I haven't tried that yet, but absolutely, they claim to be able to recreate someone's voice. Jane, have you seen any of that uh, that sort of uh, over the images or the speech going on in um, in the, the world of marketing? Because I know you're quite close, not just to what you do, but the, the industry as well. Um, I have. And yes, it's, I mean, that was really good. And uh, Ben, I definitely, <laughs> I think that it was a very close match to your voice. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, and for things like that, so um, from audio, I think there are similar tools for video and graphics and imagery as well, where you kind of take a number of different shots of your head, different angles, that sort of thing. And then it will create images of you in different outfits or in different locations, all of that sort of thing. And it's really, really clever. Um, and the same with video. So uh, obviously we're on the radio, but I'm sure um, James could probably have created um, an avatar of you both from all of these, if he'd got all of these headshots, and then it would create a mic and it would create a Ben with your voice. And I mean, I think that is going to be something that is huge in the future for training videos, um, lots of different uses of where potentially that person isn't there to record the video, but you get a little bit of it um, with Alan Sugar on 
um, The Apprentice, but taking that and moving it on about a hundred <laughs> um, paces or whatever, that's where we're at now. Who knows where we'll be at in a, year, in a year's time. We might all be using it. But I think that's where it's really exciting because it can help people that really hate using video in their marketing, which for me, it's something that I bang on quite a lot about. Um, it removes that because you you feed it a script. It knows your voice. It knows what you look like. It might not be 100% accurate at the moment, but it's probably good enough to put it out there if you need to. Really scary thought. Really scary thought. Um, let's 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 continue this conversation after this. Oxfordshire Station, get radio. Welcome back to the business brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio. Uh, before that song, um, and that great incredible piece of AI work, um, by James, not James, by me, not me, and Mike, not Mike. Um, we we've been talking all about um AI and how you as the small business owner. Um, can potentially implement AI in your business, and and if like me, I've got a notepad full of notes of, of things that we can we we can use. Um, just just opening up the um floor again, um, just to kind of keep it quite practical, really. Um, what what are some of the things that we've not spoken about today that you could potentially use AI for? Um, and are there those monotonous tasks that we all do in our days, don't we? That actually we don't really want to do that AI can can help with. So. What, one of the things that's coming online very soon is Microsoft's Copilot for Microsoft 365, where it's going to be taking AI language models like the technology used behind ChatGPT, and you're going to be able to ask it for help when creating PowerPoint documents, for instance. It will be able to be on hand to analyze your team's calls and pick out the main points of a call. It will be there so you can interrogate it and ask why various decisions were made on a team's call and it will go back through the data that it's got, the the audio recordings, the transcriptions, and it will allow you to interrogate what's happened in a team's call. So it's going to enable you to to use all the AI technology to work within Microsoft Office. And I think that's going to be really exciting and open it up to a lot more people. From my side, other things that from a practical point of view that listeners might be able to use it for now, if you have a been to um, a webinar or an event or something like that where you've got a, found a really interesting article, um, you can potentially put that into chat GPT and it will summarize it for you. So um, if you want to sort of summarize this article or summarize this presentation or summarize this conversation into three paragraphs, it will do that and pick out the main similar to what James is saying there that's that's really useful um other things if you are um looking and this is going to be slightly more advanced but automating parts of your business um so for example um if you should we all should be asking for customer reviews or client reviews um depending on how many of you those you get in you should always be responding to your um customer reviews and you can automate that um using some quite clever tools based on what someone said in their review. You can personalize it. Um, And really, I think the biggest thing is thinking about different tasks in your business that where you could save time and that at the moment you sort of, it's on your to-do list, but you never get around to it. Um, 
then that that's the sorts of tools that you should be looking for. And there probably is one that does it. Um, I think as we've talked about a lot today, chat GPT is the really well-known one, but um, as we've said before, there's kind of videos, there's graphics, something I was um, looking at the other day and they were talking about the fact that potentially in 2024, the majority of um, clothing catalogs, the models in them will be AI models. You don't necessarily need to have a, a model, a studio, a photographer, anymore you can just use AI models and you can't tell that they are AI models I've seen some amazing images so obviously that's going to have a massive impact on that industry and whilst it might feel a little bit frightening for people and there has been a little bit in the media about oh my gosh we're going to all lose our jobs or whatever because AI is going to take over it's just going to change and I think it's about finding ways to use AI in your business to help you grow and to help being more successful and embrace it because it's not going away. <laughs> so we've got to just find ways to use it. And um, I think those businesses and those humans that do embrace and explore AI and its opportunities are the ones that are going to thrive. And if you try and ignore it, it's, yeah, if you can't, it's not going to go away. There you go, Ben. You're going to have to get that modeling of Darren's box shorts in pretty quick before your AI model takes over. <laughs> and, you, and you know, you've got to have a new phrase now, you know, telling our listeners to get a notepad you're gonna to have to tell them to get firefly now on the uh, boot it up and get ready so james one of the things i was curious to ask you today because i know you know your your get support it services business has a fantastic customer service uh, backup to to its customers and i've obviously experienced that myself so i can can say that but how much do you think ai will play a part in terms of supporting your customers supporting your customer service people you know support in chat conversations etc i know jane touched on a little bit of that in the intro but what, what's your thoughts from a business that's delivering excellent service already i think ai generally as jane said should be embraced now i'm not suggesting that every business should go out there and replace their team with ai and and we've certainly got no desire to do that at get support but as models develop you can train uh, ai to use your own data sets it's very good at analyzing data or text that you send it. It can answer questions. So a lot of companies are using AI now. A lot of the, the larger companies, uh, I, I was using an insurance company a couple of weeks ago that sends you to an AI chatbot first. It, it's not using the advanced tech that we've been discussing today, but you've got to bear in mind AI has been around for a while. Training AI to use your own data and to answer questions on it is something that you can do today. I think that businesses need to Embrace AI where they can safely um, to help them deliver more to their client. But also, I, I'd suggest doing a risk analysis, a SWOT analysis on, on, on what AI uh, means for your business. What are your competitors doing? What do you need to do to use AI to stay ahead? Because I would say in a lot of businesses now, just sitting back and ignoring the fact AI is here is probably incredibly dangerous. And that the all business owners should, should really be evaluating what's out there, what's coming, and what the market is generally doing. Right. Really interesting. Really interesting. And, and just, just focusing on, going back to this SWOT analysis, so if, if we were to look at uh, uh, the opportunity, where, where, where do you see being future opportunities for AI? And, um, and what are those things that aren't necessarily being used on the mainstream that, that could give competitive advantages for, for some small businesses? I'm not sure if Jane, James, you've, you've got any ideas. Um, I think from my side, I would say that um, where people at the moment are probably thinking largely in terms of chat GPT on the majority of us. And um, it's definitely got a place there to use AI to its 
fullest extent. You need to think about it more in terms of it acting on your behalf <clears throat> in terms so that if you had a office block full of people, say 10,000 people employed by your business to help you move your business forward, what would you get them doing? And it's if you think about how quickly it can write an article for you or a blog, imagine all the other things it could do for you really quickly. So I think um, the way in which we need to approach it is looking at it as something that is there to help you build and develop. And it's quite interesting if you go back, I don't know, it's 30 years or no, not 30 years. Maybe it's 30 years. I'm thinking the 90s. Gosh, yes. Um, <laughs> wow. Um and when mobile phones came out and what they did, and literally it was just to make calls, maybe a little bit of texting. But if you think where we are now, we've got a computer in our pocket and, oh my gosh, it's amazing all the things you can do on your phone. Don't need a camera anymore, all of that. So if we think kind of 30 years in the future of where it's going, we're kind of tip of the iceberg and using AI to achieve all those things that you've had on your to-do list for the last five, 10 years, um, be that creating content, frequently asked questions, regular blogs, all of that sort of thing as a starting point. Um, it will just free up your time to do so many things. And just as I say, as James was saying, it's not a case of kind of getting rid of all your stuff or anything else. It's about using AI as an additional resource, which will help you get so much more done. So um, yeah, I think it's about finding those ways to kind of help it scale your business and make you more efficient and get things done. What we've got to realize is we're barely scratching the surface with what we've spoken about today. Everything we're talking about is a lot of it's still in beta. It's very early versions and it's, it's all manipulating text and images and audio and video, but there's so much more that's, that's coming. I mean, if, if you take uh, Tesla, for instance, they have very advanced betas of their self-driving software that's, uh, that can be used in, 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 in America at the moment where the cars can more or less drive themselves. It's still in beta. You have to have your wits about you and be ready to take over. But it, 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 they're doing incredibly complex maneuvers and making split-second decisions, all using AI. And off the back of that, they're going to release in the next year or so, Elon Musk time, so it could be a bit longer than that, a robot that uses the same technology that could be used to help with um, manual tasks as well. So... While, while we've got ChatGPT, which is, is fantastic and it's dealing in text and, and the newer versions of ChatGPT can, can, can work with images as well. They can actually understand what, what, uh, what's in an image. There's so much more coming and we're right at the beginning of what's going to be an exponential, very fast moving growth curve. I think that's a really good point, James, because I think that's been the fear of a lot of people around artificial intelligence, isn't it? In terms of, you know, the fears of politicians and saying, do we put a stop on this? And some of the big tech people have said, you know, we need to put a stop on that. So, you know, thinking about you know, the other side of the SWOT analysis that Ben talked about opportunities with Jane, but we, if we look at the other side, which is the threats and the risks, et cetera, does that give you any concern as an IT business in terms of, you know, what sort of things that you may need to be looking out for? There's all sorts of potential risks as, as there are with any, any new technology. The ones that I've, I, I've suggested immediately is, is, is don't send sensitive data to the various AI models today. ChatGPT, for instance, and the technology behind it can write computer code. It, it's still very basic and it, it doesn't get it right 
first attempt, but it, it can it can start writing computer code. So potentially, if you're going to harness AI for for bad, it can help you create things that maybe you shouldn't. I've I've already mentioned deep fake videos and audio, which is difficult to distinguish from the the real thing. But luckily, AI regulation and and how how we're going to keep everyone safe is is way above my pay grade that's for the for the governments around the world but with technology like ai the cat's out the bag now i think that we've got to embrace it and use it and use it to thrive but it's going to develop incredibly quickly i do wonder how one regulates Amazing. Um, unfortunately, that is the end of the show, though. Um, I completely lost track of time there with all the tips you've been sharing uh, across the last hour. So thank you so much um, to both of you for joining us on the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike on Get Radio today. Um, if you are just tuning in, I would definitely, definitely, definitely recommend um, listening back um, to, to the show as we've had James Craddock of Get Support IT Services and Indeed Get Radio and Jane Abbott of The Marketing Shed. Thank you so much to you both for your time and contribution to the discussion. You've been listening to the Business Brunch with Ben and Mike here on Get Radio. Uh, we're back next week. Don't forget to keep telling us what it is that you want to listen to and what you think would be great tips for your notebook um, here on the Business Brunch. But just that reminder that we normally give is that you could tune in each Sunday at 11 o'clock on the radio or catch our podcast available on all your favourite podcast formats and platforms on a Monday morning. And then if you'd like to watch the video instead, then catch the video release on the Get Radio Facebook page or the Get Radio website um, each Tuesday. But for now, enjoy the rest of your Sunday and we'll see you next week.